Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Your take on what the judge has to say. First of all, your, your, your position as a lawyer, tell me what the law says here. What's the judge looking at when he says, yeah, you're going to have this election? That's a good question, Tim. What the judge did was he issued a preliminary injunction. So he has not actually made a final judgment on the merits, but he has signaled that he believes that there is a substantial likelihood that uh, the plaintiffs will prevail. And therefore, he issued the injunction and ordered a special election in November. And essentially what he said is that the plain language of the Georgia Constitution trumps the state statute. And therefore, under the due process clause of the 14th Amendment and other factors that a election should go forward. So with that in mind, I'm excited and looking forward to it. And I'm prepared to make my case to the voters. All right, and that is what you say in a statement. And it's up on our website at WGAURadio.com. I am excited to learn that there will likely be a special election. Explain that excitement here. You have the job now. You're the acting DA. And, and absent an election, that's a position you could hold for a while. Uh, why be excited about an election which you could possibly lose? Well, Tim, I think first and foremost is I'm the most qualified candidate to be the district attorney. I've served in the office of the district attorney for 18 years. Uh, Twelve of those years I served as the chief assistant. Uh, I've tried over 100 felonies and misdemeanors to a verdict. I've litigated over 150 appeals in the Georgia Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court. And I'm capable and qualified to make the difficult and nuanced decisions that go on every single day in the district attorney's office. Um, and I think that's a nice contract uh, against Ms. Gonzalez's uh, background. Uh, she has absolutely no experience in the criminal law. She's never prosecuted or defended a criminal case, never had a jury trial, and she's never even made a legal argument in a criminal court of law. She's an entertainment and social media lawyer. And what goes on at the courthouse is not entertainment, and I don't believe the district attorney's office is the place for on-the-job training. I'm prepared to make my case. Uh, to the voters based on my qualifications and my ideas. Again, Brian Patterson with us again, candidate for an election, and we'll say just to be precise, and he uses the language correctly here, likely will be held in November, and Deborah Gonzalez, former state rep, has announced that she will run as well, and it, we will extend the invitation here, as we frequently say, don't have subpoena power, but we'll certainly invite Deborah Gonzalez to speak here. Here's what I want to know, and this, this, will, this will sum it up for me anyway, and possibly for a lot of folks here, as succinctly as I know how. I'm looking for the person who's going to be toughest on crime here. I'm looking for the person who's going to be toughest on criminals here. I'm, I'm frankly angry as I sit here this morning. An eight-year-old girl was murdered as we watch our cities descend into violence and then lawlessness. I want somebody to stand up and represent law and order. Explain to me how you're going to be that candidate and that DA. Well, Tim, I think it's important to understand what the role of the prosecutor is. And the role of the prosecutor is the minister of justice. So, Sometimes that requires the prosecutor to be tough on a particular criminal defendant, and other times it's uh, an opportunity to seek uh, leniency in the court system and also to affect a positive change in someone's life. And it's also the role of the prosecutor to make sure that all persons are treated fairly and justly in the system in light of the burden of proof and the presumption of innocence. 
So for the past 12 years, I have been responsible for handling some of the most serious criminal cases in our community, and I'm prepared to do that. But the role of the prosecutor is a minister of justice. And so it's not a one-size-fits-all. I'm proud of my uh, progressive background and and, uh, thinking about other ways that we can deal with people who come into contact with the court system. Uh, Many people who come in contact with the court system do not pose a long-term risk to the community and property. And so we need to think about how we look at the reasons why they come into uh, contact with the court system and to prevent them from coming back. Now, as you point out, there are a small group of individuals that commit serious violent crimes or also what are called recidivists. They commit crime over and over, and they need to be held accountable in a very significant way. And I've done that my entire career, and I'm prepared to continue to do that if I'm elected to be the next district attorney. But the role of the prosecutor is a minister of justice, and I've done that for 18 years. Now, you used a word there in describing yourself, and I'm proud of my progressive views, my progressive views there. Now, understand you're running as a Democrat. Deborah Gonzalez is running as a Democrat. However, I'm parsing this politically, and I'm saying to myself, uh, Brian Patterson's in pretty good shape here among Republicans simply because he's not Deborah Gonzalez. Uh, Now he's trying to reach out and expand that base and speak to people like progressive Democrats and pick off those votes. Uh, am I reading too much into that statement? Uh, uh, I, I think you probably are. Um, you know, Ms. Gonzalez wants to uh, fashion herself the reform, criminal justice reform candidate. And in fact, she's about 15 to 20 years behind the curve on criminal justice reform at the courthouse. You know, we have a, a wide variety of accountability courts, including a drug court, a mental health court, a veterans court. We have a pretrial diversion program. We have a diversion center. We have a special victims unit that works on crimes against women and children. So Ms. Gonzalez, when she talks about criminal justice reform, she's not basing that on any personal experience that she has. Uh, as I said, she's never prosecuted or defended a criminal case, and she's never made a legal argument in a criminal court of law. So when I talk about reform, and I'm talking about meaningful reform, I base that on my 18 years as a prosecutor, and 12 years as a proven leader in the office of the district attorney. Uh, in that DA's office, again, Brian Patterson, you're acting uh, district attorney. You were the assistant district attorney, deputy district attorney before. How many folks, how many attorneys in that office? There are 17 prosecutors, and then we work in teams to prosecute the criminal cases within the office. So I, I've supervised the day-to-day operations of 17 line prosecutors while I was chief assistant. Which brings me to the the, the point of the question here. Uh, As much as being in a courtroom and trying cases, uh, certainly holding the job of district attorney might well be just as much, if not more, being an administrator. Speak to that part of the job. Yeah, so I've also uh, guided the day-to-day operations of of the prosecutors. Uh, So that is uh, uh, interfacing with them on a daily basis on how to think about the cases, how to prepare the cases, how to resolve the cases, how to try the cases. So for 12 years, I've been managing the prosecutors and also uh, supervising the investigators and the victim advocates. So I have done everything that the district attorney's office, excuse me, the district attorney has done. And I've also been involved in the budgetary process. So I've been involved in all facets of the district attorney's office, and I was responsible for also handling all the criminal cases in Oconee County for several years. So uh, there's every, nothing in the district attorney's office that I haven't done. I even began my career in juvenile court. Uh, I've handled juvenile court cases. So I've done every single thing there is in the district attorney's office.
Again, uh, Brian Patterson, quickly, uh, about a minute left here, not even that. In terms of campaigning now, now that it looks as though there is going to be, you were, you were getting started back in the spring or late winter, but now it looks like there will be a campaign. You're going to have to go through what's left of the summer and the fall, and then a pandemic you'll have to work around. What's the campaign going to be like? Well, you know, we're, we're working on that right now. We had a full plan put together. Uh, you know, as I, I had announced a run for district attorney back last fall, so we're going to have to retool that and rethink that in light of the uh, the pandemic. You know, voters receive information in many different ways, uh, and so we'll need to rethink how we get our message out. But our, our message is going to be based on my proven experience, uh, commitment, and leadership within the office and the ideas. Have a I'm, I'm uh, prepared to, to get my message out in many different ways in light of the pandemic. Uh, very quickly, you have a website? I do. It's um, uh, Brian Patterson uh, for District Attorney. You can look it up on um, uh, on Yahoo or Google. All right, and again, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, uh, Brian Patterson. Yep. Best of luck out there, Brian Patterson. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.